Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. First and ten, the fake. Good block in there, and down it goes. Caught at the 40. This is the dynamic hill. He's in for six. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Lots of uh, lots of Kevin Harlan this week on the show. Never a bad thing. Kevin Harlan on the call this past weekend as the Miami Dolphins. Like, as broadcasters, are we contractually obligated to say things like, still scoring touchdowns last week against the Denver Broncos, the <laughs> Dolphins are? You might have heard. Uh, they scored 70 points. Yeah. It was a lot. The offense looked really good. Uh, will they score a ton of points this week in Buffalo against the Bills? Will the Bills score a ton of points on the Miami Dolphins? What does Brian Baldinger think of the Bills and the Dolphins and the rest of the slate in week number four? We're going to find out in just a second when Baldy joins us. But Will Brinson from CBS Sports coming up 20 minutes from now. PJ Glasser in 40 minutes. Our pal Eric Eager joins us in an hour. Lockmas to come next hour as well. And if you're here right now and you're watching on Stadium, who's carrying us now from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern on weekdays, um, and you're looking for a betting reaction to the Damian Lillard trade, the blockbuster NBA trade, Damian Lillard paired now with Giannis in Milwaukee. We did it the entire first hour of the show when we were not on Stadium. But the good news is you can find that content by just searching You Bet wherever you find your podcasts we did a full hour on it two segments from ken and myself and then we had matt moore from the action network joined us giving us his take on awards um nba championship all the betting takes you could ever want from the damian lillard trade to milwaukee search you bet wherever you find your podcast but a lot of nfl coming up over the course of the next hour and 40 minutes here on stadium and joining us right now as part of that incredible nfl coverage odyssey sports nfl insider the great brian baldinger baldy is on twitter at Baldy NFL, and you need to check out his NFL podcast, an Odyssey Sports original in the huddle. Baldy, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Uh, happy week four, my friend, to you and yours. Yeah, it's a likewise. Right, right back at you, Nick. It's uh, it's here already. We Thursday uh, night football tomorrow, so I'm I'm ready to go. I've digested everything from week three. I'm ready to discuss uh, these upcoming games. 
Baldy, why don't we start with that Thursday game just because it's it's rapidly approaching and, and the stakes are pretty high, right? Like rematch of the, the final regular season week game last year where the Lions eliminated the Packers from the playoffs. Now, obviously, you know, we don't know whether Aaron Jones or Christian Watson are going to play for Green Bay. They're both listed questionable now for the game. Um, so, you know, maybe part of your answer is if they play, then this. But do you have a strong opinion in that game? Basically, just to pick the winner of the game kind of point spread, Detroit, a very small favorite. What about Thursday night with the Lions and Packers? Well, the Packers have just won two games in a row without Aaron Jones and Christian Watson. It didn't seem like they were missing much. You know, the thing that – I mean, it's it's nice, nice to talk about Jordan Love. It's nice to talk about a 17-point comeback last week against the Saints. It's good to talk about all that stuff, but the Packers' defense has been really good this year. And, you know, they've got seven number one draft picks on their defense. And, you know, so they've got talent all over the place. And Rashawn Gary, who tore his uh, ACL last year early in the season, missed most of the year, He's an elite player. And last week he had three sacks against the Saints. And, you know, like I think defensively, they're much, much better. But so is Detroit. Detroit was excellent defensively last week. They've got some really good young players out there. Aiden Hutchinson, Brian Branch. I call it the Hutch and Branch show or Branch and Hutch. I mean, it's a, like they're, they're just really good young players. And, and so defensively, they've improved a great deal and it showed last week. But, I mean, I can see why this is kind of a pick game in a short week. Um, but, you know, you, you got to see Jameer Gibbs start last week, and he gave him the pop in the run game that they've been looking for. He had 80 yards rushing. Um, he was really good. They're really good up front. Uh, I think this is going to be a great game, just like it was week 18 last week. But right now I kind of like Detroit just because of um, just the way they're executing on both sides of the ball overall right now. Jair Alexander also listed as questionable for the Green Bay Packers coming up on Thursday night football um, at home against the Detroit Lions. And to Baldy's point, like Packers played well without Jones and Watson the last couple of weeks, almost beat the Falcons on the road in Atlanta, and then the big comeback this past Sunday at home against the New Orleans Saints. Baldy, let's flip to Sunday's games, and uh, let's do the, the highlight that we did coming back from break that game, the Bills and the Dolphins in western New York. Buffalo, close to a three-point favorite right now, but not quite there, like a juice two and a half. So basically, Bills win by three, and you bet that right now, like you win your on Buffalo. The total is sky high in the mid-50s now, Baldy, about 54 and a half. Uh, who do you think wins this game? Buffalo and Miami. Is it going to be as high scoring as the betting market thinks that it might be? I think it could go that way for sure. Uh, both teams' strength is on offense, although Buffalo's defense played great last week. This Terrell Bernard starting for Tremaine Edmonds has been, uh, I think he was a defensive player of the week, but I mean, sacks, interceptions. I mean, him and Matt Milano have speed everywhere on defense. But when you look at Miami's offense, I know, you know, 700-plus 700, 700 yards and 350 rushing lines. I know all that. But it's really how they do it. Like, they basically shift in motion every play. And all they're trying to do is get the defense to hesitate. And if you just hesitate for a second, the speed of Raheem Mostert or Devon Achain, like, these guys are by you. And that's what happened last week. Like, like really, when you watch the defense of Denver, I mean, they just constantly were hesitating, freezing. The safeties were back. They weren't sure. And they just got eaten up. Buffalo's better than that. They're much better well-coached. They're Like, they have good run fits. They have a good scheme. But I think Miami's offense is just going to create too many problems for Buffalo. And while I love what Josh Allen is doing, especially these last two weeks, he still is going to put up two for you to take. And so Javon Holland, Xavier Howard, they see all these passes that he'll throw into a crowd. 
And if you take two away from Josh Allen, they lose. And I have a feeling like Miami's going to be ready for that. And I think that's going to be the difference in the game. Baldy, one of the really kind of stunning upsets from last week, and look, we might get to the end of the season and Arizona might actually be a a pretty good team. We don't really know what they're going to be yet, but at the start of the year, we thought they were going to be the worst team in the league. They were a huge underdog at home to the Dallas Cowboys and ended up winning the game outright. Dallas comes off that game and they're a full touchdown favorite still, Baldy, at home against the Patriots this week. That's the 425 Eastern time game. So Dallas by seven, total 43 and a half. What did you see in Arizona's upset of Dallas? And do you think they have the potential to blow out New England in this game. Yeah, well, look, I mean, Arizona had been winning the first two games going into the fourth quarter. They couldn't close the game out uh, in the first two weeks. And so when you watch them last week, Dallas drove the ball down the field in all four possessions in the second half, and they could not score a touchdown. The red zone defense was, it was outstanding. I mean, because Zero White gets the interception in the end zone. Uh, they get a fourth down stop. They forced them to kick two field goals. That was the difference in the game. Like Arizona closed it out. And then the play that Josh Joshua Dobbs is giving him right now, I, I think people thought he could be a smart quarterback. He could get the ball to some receivers. But he's taking deep shots. He's running right now. He's had, you know, a touchdown run uh, two weeks ago. Last week he had a 44-yard run to start the game. Like, he's a lot more elusive than people think. Um, but Dallas – you know, Dallas has got a very good offense. They, they have had problems in the red zone each of the first three weeks. And until they solve that, they're probably not going to score 30 points in any game. And then the thing that probably shocked everybody in that game was Arizona ran for 222 yards. And so Dallas wants to rush the passer. They want sacks. They want turnovers. Um, but when you run right at them, they showed you that they're not really a complete defense yet. I bet I bet the Patriots. I would very much like the Patriots to cover the spread coming up on Sunday in Dallas against the Cowboys. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Wonderful football Wednesday. Talking week four in the National Football League with Odyssey Sports NFL insider, former NFL offensive lineman, the great Brian Baldinger, Baldy on Twitter, at Baldy NFL. Uh, Baldy, you'll be on the National Call radio coming up this weekend of the Eagles and the Commanders in Philadelphia. I thought the Eagles answered some questions on Monday night, really leaning on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and winning that game by margin. And last week, like not a great game for Sam Howell. You mentioned Bernard, like the interceptions and the sacks. That that came uh, at the expense of Sam Howell and the Washington Commanders. Eagles favored by more than a touchdown, by, by, but less than 10 points, about eight and a half against the Commanders. Is this just like Philly leans on another team that they're much better than? How do you think it plays out with Philly and Washington this Sunday in uh, Philadelphia? Well, look, Nick, Philadelphia is much better than Washington, especially in the trenches. But they were a year ago when, they, when the Eagles were 8-0 and they lost to Washington, uh, you know, in that game, uh, their first loss of the season. The Eagles are 3-0. They're undefeated. They played better. They've been running the ball great. They're so much better than Washington in the trenches. I'm funny. This Jalen Carter, he already is an elite player three games into his NFL career. He's dominating the line of scrimmage. They're the deepest team in the league at defensive tackle. Nobody has five defensive tackles like the Eagles do. And they rotate them. They keep them fresh. And it's a problem. It's a problem to run against them. It's a problem for quarterbacks to step up. Baker Mayfield had been playing good football until last week. And then, you know, DeAndre Swift right now, like I think he's second in the league in rushing. But he's got 300 yards rushing in the last two games. And they just, up front, they just, they just dominate you in a variety of ways. And – whether it's Lane Johnson or Cam Jurgens or Kelsey's playing at an elite level, Dickerson, Mylotta, they're, they're unbelievable up front. And I don't think Washington can stay with them. So I don't know what Sam Howell's going to do. Baker had not thrown an interception. 
and not turn the ball all, all over. And he, he couldn't get the ball down the field against the Eagles uh, last week. And I think Sam Howell's going to struggle against this defensive front. And I think the Eagles cover on Sunday afternoon. Baldy, we've, we've done a lot this week already on this Broncos-Bears game. And I think, you know, like in for, for just football fans, like, okay, cool, not, neither of these teams is probably going anywhere. But from a, a betting market, it's really captivating because you have two teams that just got blown out so badly last week, and the betting market kind of has to settle on, all right, who's going to bounce back from a really bad defeat the best based on what we've seen so far? And the betting market thinks it's Denver and, like, by far. So even though they're on the road, Denver is more than a field goal favorite at Chicago despite losing by 50 points on Sunday. Uh, worth noting, Matt Eberflus had a meeting with the team's leadership council for the uh, for the Bears today. Says he feels real good about the look in their eye, which uh, which sounds very inspiring. Maybe we maybe we think Chicago is going to win now. So who bounces back better from getting blown out on Sunday, Baldy? Denver, who has to win by more than a field goal to cover, uh, or Chicago? Well, both defenses are terrible. Uh, Chicago easily could have given up 70 to Kansas City the way they didn't cover anybody. Um, but I would say, you know, Denver's offense, like Russell Wilson's getting hit a lot. Guys have been hit 28 times in the last two weeks. But, you know, he's, he's finding Marvin Mims. I mean, if Cortland Sutton could catch, he had a touchdown catch drop last week. I mean, they're still moving the ball. Like, I like Denver because I think their offense is still pretty good. And, and, and I don't like anything about Chicago's offense. I don't like the design, the execution, what they've been doing so far. So, I mean, they just don't the, – the, you know, in like Denver's defense, if you look at them and Sean Payton has studied them all week, they don't do anything to take anything away. For example, if you're playing Kansas City, it would be a good idea to say, okay, let's start by take, trying to take Travis Kelsey away. That would be a good start in your game plan. Well, they never came close to doing that. Like, you know, Taylor Swift's up there doing jumping jacks, but like, you know, because they're not doing anything to take Travis Kelsey away. It's just like they don't have a lot of talent, but at least you can – you can blitz, you can pressure. There's things you can do to try to speed up Patrick Mahomes, force him into a mistake. They didn't do anything like that. I, I, I don't know I about like you. Denver still, <laughs> I, I like Denver to win the game, guys. It's going to do it all. Did you watch the all 22? <laughs> all right. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, just, so, just, um, there's a lot of bad stuff going on in that game. I think, think Baldy hit the nail on the head there. I think it's, Baldy. They're all really bad. Oh, yeah. we got about we got about 90 seconds here. Uh, you mentioned the Chiefs. On the road at Zach Wilson on Sunday night. Zach Wilson and the Jets. And we'll, we'll see if Simeon gets into the game, if things go poorly, or if Tim Boyle gets into the game. But right now, it's going to be Zach Wilson starting against the Chiefs. The Chiefs are a little less than a 10-point favorite. So Kansas City wins by 10 right now, and you bet the Chiefs you win your bet. Any reason to believe that Zach Wilson and the Jets can keep this game within shouting distance on Sunday night against Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, Taylor Swift, and the Kansas City Chiefs? I don't think so, Nick. They have played well when they've been in the, you know, they beat uh, Cincinnati, they beat Tennessee two years ago when they didn't have anything going for them. They found a way. Um, but I, I don't believe in anything. Like, I think Kansas City's the best defensive football. Despite what Cleveland's doing or anybody else, they, their receivers are going to get locked up by these two corners. Legereus Sneed and Trent McDuffie are as good as any combination of corners in this league. Uh, Steve Spagnola, Chris Jones, like their defense is better than what the Jets saw last week, what, better than what they saw against Dallas. Like, I just don't believe that the, the Jets are going to be able to move the ball against this defense. And I'm not even getting to what Patrick Mahomes and what they can do offensively right now. 
because you just saw it last week. Like, the Jets are good defense, but unless they're getting a situation where they can just rush the passer and just get after the passer, like, they're not, they're not great. And they give up way too many third downs last week to New England. Yes, they kept them to 13 points. That's, that's good. But they, were, they weren't good on third down, and they ran the ball against them. And the Chiefs are capable of doing both those things. And, uh, and Zach Wilson's the Jets quarterback. Uh, Baldy, awesome as always. Chiefs' best defense in the league. Like that's, I, I got to tell you, we talked about this on the show on Monday. That's the best team in football right now, the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Baldy's the absolute best. On Twitter at BaldyNFL, uh, Odyssey Sports NFL Insider. Make sure to follow In the Huddle on the Odyssey app. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and check Baldy out on the call of the Eagles and the Commanders coming up this Sunday. My friend, we sincerely appreciate it. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning as we tape our segment for In the Huddle this week. And uh, have a great call. Safe travels. We'll talk to you next week. Nick Cain, you bet. Enjoy. I'll talk to you next week, guys. Oh, you better, you bet. The great Brian Baldinger here with us on the show. I literally had my, I don't know about you, but the Bears should watch the All-22 the joke ready for there. I thought Baldy was done with his answer. I was, But it's great. Like, I mean, gives it to you straight. Like, I just, the Bears offense, like, it's, like it's you know, not mincing words. You're allowed to say it's awful if it's awful. And it is. Uh, so for people listening and watching baldy likes the lions the dolphins the eagles the broncos and the kansas city chiefs this week that's what we're able to get out of him good stuff there from brian baldinger on the other side will brinson from cbs sports joins us giving us his favorite bets for week four in the nfl okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can conquer it I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.